0: Hello, Sozo Ministries family, and thank you for watching again. Welcome to Day 3 of Unity Week 2018. Yesterday, I talked to you about the fact that our unity is found only in Christ, and that it overcomes every human division that comes between us and Him, whether it's male and female, rich or poor, black or white, or any of these other divisions that we can make. Today, I want us to look at one more dangerous division that can creep into the church and cause problems. And it comes, actually, from the Apostle Paul himself. As we look at the scriptures, we see in 1 Corinthians that Paul has heard about an issue that has come in and has to take a stand against it. In chapter 1, verse 10, the Apostle writes this, I appeal to you, brothers, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree, and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be united in the same mind and the same judgment. For it has been reported to me by Chloe's people that there is quarreling, that is, fighting among you. What it means is that each one of you says, I follow Paul, I follow Apollos, I follow Cephas, or I follow Christ. Is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified for you? Or were you baptized in the name of Paul? So what is happening in the Corinthian church is that even though the believers had come together as the body of Christ, because they had put their faith in him, now they're breaking the unity and creating these smaller groups based on which leader they prefer to hear teach. Paul addresses the issue again in chapter 3, starting in verse number 4. For when one says, I follow Paul, and another, I follow Apollo's, are you not merely being human? That means, are you not just in the flesh? What then is Apollos? What is Paul? Servants through whom you believed, as the Lord assigned to each. Paul says, I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the growth. So neither he who plants nor he who waters is anything, but only God who gives the growth. He who plants and he who waters are one, and each will receive his wages according to his labor. We are God's fellow workers. You are God's field, God's building. So, there's this issue where the church members are aligning themselves around leaders, and it's creating these divisions in the church. Paul explains to them that these divisions are rooted only in the flesh. These people are not being spiritual. And that each leader can actually only do the work God has assigned them to do. Because it's God who builds the church. He says that the leaders in the church are servants put in place by God to share that labor. That's why he makes them one. He is saying that the leaders are united in this work, and he's begging people not to make this an issue. He finally brings his thought to conclusion at the end of chapter 3, starting in verse 21. He says, so let no one boast in men, for all things are yours, whether Paul, or Apollos, or Cephas, or the world, or life, or death, or the present, or the future, all are yours, and you are Christ's, and Christ is God's. What he's saying is, stop breaking down divisions based on who the leader is, because if it brings you truth and goodness and points you to Christ, it's yours, no matter where it comes from. So how do we apply this to our ministry? Well, as you know, Sozo Ministries is a really young ministry, It's only been in the last year that we have started with planting one church and then adding other churches into our our ministry. Right now, if I have the current count correct, we have 18 churches across East Africa based on leaders who have multiple churches. That means that our leadership across our ministry is very diverse. It also means that for you, some of our church members, things are getting a little weird or confusing. So I want to give some clarity and build some hope among us. First of all, I am the senior leader of Sozo Ministries. I am honored to have that role. And I thank you that you're coming in and taking part, even in listening to me teach right now today. But what is not going to happen is I am not coming into your church to take the place of your pastors and leaders and become the head of your church. Neither am I hoping to cut off other leaders who have come in and helped you to grow to become like Christ. We need those people. Instead, my goal is to build deep, relationships with every one of your pastors and leaders and to build community among all of our leadership so that we can become one in this work together. When that happens, everyone is going to benefit. My goal this year is to come and see every one of you who are members of one of our churches face-to-face. By the end of 2018, I hope to be in your church meeting you personally. But what I don't want to happen whenever I come is that your churches are going to be split. And some people saying, oh, I'm following Pastor Scott. And others saying, no, I didn't care for his teaching. I'm following our old pastor. See, I'm coming with your pastor so that we can become one together in this work. Honestly, we have some great ministry leaders already within our our network. In Kenya, we have Pastor John Mwangi, who I've known for about four years. He's our first church planter as a ministry. He's doing an amazing job, but he's also the national director for Kenya working alongside me, and they're preparing to plant a couple of more churches probably in this next year. In Uganda... Where we have 17 churches, most of those churches were planted by one of two men. Pastor Okodel John Francis and Pastor Sam Wendama. And I love both of these men. They're very different. Sam is young. Okodel is older but both of them have powerful roles in the kingdom of God. And as I have spent a lot of time with these two men, my goal has been to raise them up, to encourage them, to help them, and to coach them to become better pastors for your sake. That's how I see my role, and that's how our leaders can all be working together. As we bring this family together with all of our churches, all of our leaders and missionaries and pastors, I believe that all of our leaders are going to unite together to become an incredible team for the kingdom of God. And we're going to go further together than any of our individual churches could do alone. I love you and I love your pastor. I am begging you, just like Paul did, please do not make leadership The reason you break unity within our churches. As I close out today's video, I just want to encourage you right now to spend some time in prayer about how you and your church can take part with Sozo Ministries. To bring our churches together in unity as we build God's kingdom across East Africa and the rest of the world. It's going to take every worker doing his part to fulfill the goals that God has placed on us as a ministry. Let me pray for us. Father God, I thank you that I get to stand here as a leader of such a great team of leaders and father i pray for every pastor missionary elder and leader in our ministry that right now you would touch them and anoint them fill them fresh with your holy spirit give them new power to do your work give them boldness to proclaim the gospel to their communities and within their churches father strengthen our leadership and make us one Father, I pray for our church members that as we build one big family among many local communities, Father, that there would be love, that there would be a passion to work together and see your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. Help us in this pursuit. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, thank you for watching again today. I don't know about you, I am loving doing these teachings and I hope they're beneficial for you. Come back tomorrow and we're going to discuss some practical ways that our unity should keep us working together and looking out for one another as brothers and sisters in Christ. I'll see you then. May God bless you.